Welcome to the AmKiss podcast brought to you by the Bonjour Agency. This is the podcast to find out more about the people behind AmKiss as we hear from member schools and the AmKiss board. But for this, the very first episode, we get to hear from AmKiss CEO, Tori Gillingham. Now in this episode, Tori shares with us what AmKiss is all about, what we can expect from the annual conference in May 2022, and we also find out about the team at head office. But then we also find out something about Tori herself, what she enjoys doing at the weekend, and if it wasn't for COVID, which country she would choose to visit. It wasn't what I was expecting, that's for sure. That's all coming up in this episode, so come with me now as we speak to AmKiss CEO, Tori Gillingham. Tori, welcome to episode number one of the podcast. Thank you for being here. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Simon. It's a beautiful, bright, sunny day here in Moulton, where the AMCIS office is, and I've actually snuck out earlier on to walk our dog, which is normally my husband's job, but he is confined to barracks with COVID, as I'm sure an awful lot of people listening to this probably are as well. But yes, we're getting back into work again after the Christmas and New Year and all looking great for 2022 in terms of AMKIS and what we're going to have on offer. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you got some great weather there, but sorry to hear about your husband. But if I remember rightly, didn't you have COVID just before Christmas? I did. I, I, yes, I, I, I went down with it beginning of December and uh, surprisingly, he was with me the whole time and he didn't get it and then got it on New Year's Eve. So that was that celebration finished with. But anyway, everybody's fine. Nobody's poorly with it. So we just ticked that one off the list, really, I think. <laughs> nice. Excellent. And Christmas, of course, was by the time this comes out, Christmas was a couple of weeks ago. How was Christmas for you and your household? Oh, Christmas was great. Yes, I was entertaining 15 family members, but actually it turned out to be 12 on the day because three were confined to quarters again with COVID. But no, it was absolutely amazing and so nice to be able to be there with a large group of the family this year rather than just the, you know, the immediate family as we were last year. And I'm sure everybody else was. OK, well, Tori, as CEO of AMKIS, I'm really keen to hear a little bit more about the association. Just for anyone who's listening to this right now, could you give us in a nutshell a bit of a summary as to what the association is all about? Yeah, I can and I'd be delighted to. AMKIS is a membership association for all those involved in admissions, marketing and communications in independent schools. We have grown to be 500 member schools across the country and indeed the world now. And we offer events and training. And I'm very pleased to announce that some of those events will be back face-to-face in 2022 but we also offer a large amount of communications and most importantly of ever is networking networking between all our members and it has been so important over the last nearly two years you know we've had some great networking meetings on zoom and I think it's really helped to bring the membership together and help each other out in such a difficult time for everybody. Of course, a lot of schools have seen teaching uh, or teaching roles going online from being in the classroom. And of course, a lot of marketing roles themselves have had to switch to being on Zoom as well. How do you find schools have been embracing, in particular marketing departments, how do you find that they've been embracing the whole switch to Zoom over the last 18, 18 months? Two years now, isn't it? It is two years coming up, yes. I have to say they did sterlingly. We all here at AMCIS and everybody working in schools were working completely outside their comfort zone right from the start. It was a standing start and yet everybody 
went for it. It was amazing to watch. We we had networking meetings where schools, where marketing people were offering for other marketing people to go to their online open days to see how they were doing. I don't think in over 18 years of working in the industry that I have seen so much camaraderie and support. Mm. Everybody realised we were all in this together and we all wanted to help each other. And I I think everybody can give themselves the biggest pat on the back for how well Mm. they worked around it in in so many ways. Just online open days, online assessment days, parent evenings. I mean, in, in a lot of cases, the parent evenings are staying online going forward so you know i i think the, the just the camaraderie and and the support that the members show to each other over the last two years i i i'm hoping that that will stay even though we're all mm-hmm. as i say able to invite parents and prospective parents into the schools again i think we've formed a bond now that won't be broken and it's great and of course that's going to get even stronger as these in-person real events come around in 2022 as opposed to being on zoom because you know people people who've who created these deeper connections i guess online on zoom are now able to well hopefully soon be able to meet up with each other and you know have these events happening all over again one of which will be the annual conference in may we're going to talk about that a little bit later but let's just carry on i'd love to understand a bit more about amkis as an association you mentioned there's 500 member schools there's the amkis board as well what's that all about The Amicus Board are there very much in the same way as a governing board is at a school. So basically, they are there on a strategic level to work on strategic plans for Amicus and and also to to oversee finances and that type of thing. But yes, they're they're there in a strategic role as a governing board would be for a school. Okay, and how long has Amkis been around for? Because I remember it used to be Amdis before it was Amkis. I mean, has it been any other name before that? And when was it? When was it born and created? It was born and created in 1993. Oh wow, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, <laughs> it was called Addis. Now you might also be able to associate that with some cleaning equipment for kitchens, etc. <laughs> that's also called Addis. It was slightly embarrassing. It was the Association for Development Directors in Independent Schools because at the beginning, that's what a lot of the marketing people were called. Now, a development mm. director is, is associated more with the fundraising and uh, that type of thing with the school. And so there were about 20, I think, development directors that, that formed the group in 1993. And it, it, it's just basically grown from there. I, I actually was given by our amazing late president, who unfortunately died last year, Peter Anwell, an, an absolutely lovely man. And he was one of the founding members of Addis. So he was doing some clearing out a couple of years back and he gave me the minutes of the first meeting. So a little bit like the archives that, that schools have, I actually have an archive of, of, of Amkis, Amdis, Addis, which, you know, are kept in the office. And then, yes, so that's how it started with some seminars. And it's just grown year on year as more and more schools have got marketing people. You know, when, when we first started, there were very few people who were actually pure marketeers in in a school, and that's, that was their only role. In a lot of cases, it was a teacher who was given the marketing to do. 
but obviously that's evolved over time now. Okay, so for anyone who's listening to this, maybe they're maybe they're not a member school at the moment. Why might it be good for them to join? And, and I appreciate this isn't like a, a big advertisement for the association, but but genuinely, why might it be good for a, a school marketing manager who's not a member right now to think about becoming a member? Well, uh, one thing I would say, first of all, Simon, is that we would love every independent school in the UK and abroad to be a member of AMCIS, but it's purely a choice that people decide if they would like to or not. But I, I think first and foremost, it is for the networking Marketing in a school, if you're very lucky and you're in a team, um, that's great. But there's still an awful lot of people who are marketing or doing admissions in a sole, only person role. And I did that when I first started marketing schools before I did this role. And it is a lonely place sometimes. (laughs) And so for a start, the networking that you can have so that you can get to know other members, so you can have... We used to call it in the early days because I I started marketing schools in 1994. So, you know, I was part of Addis very early on. We used to call it the Friday afternoon gripe because by Friday afternoon you were tying your hair out and and you just wanted somebody else who understood your job just to Mm -hmm. let off steam to. So that's how we sort of got to know people at seminars. And and I still am in touch with people who they've all retired. I don't know why I'm still here but they've all retired <laughs> and uh, but I'm still in touch with them and I still you know we were a group of people with girls that would meet up at every seminar and have a good old chin wag and I'm still very much in touch with those people and I visit them and we walk together etc but it, I think the networking is is very very first and foremost the best part mm-hmm. but also we mm-hmm. we put on some amazing events now and our training programs both in admissions diploma and our marketing diploma you know they they are also you know very very well respected in the sector and you know there's so much to offer and we you know we 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 communicate via e-newses our social media platforms there's so much that amcas can offer and and I am just going to put a little plug in here and say, and it really, the, our, our subscriptions are extremely, extremely reasonable. <laughs> I would just say that. Okay, so let's talk about the annual conference then, because I'm dying to hear a little bit about it as well. W- what plans do you have in place so far at the moment? And I appreciate we've still got uh, four months to go until the event itself, but tell us anything that you can about it this year. Okay, well, I am really really excited the whole team is really excited for for a number of reasons number one this will be the first annual conference face to face for three years can you believe it last one was 2019 wow. so we're, we're back face to face and the next exciting thing I want to say is we are in a brand new venue it is absolutely fabulous it's got a proper conference centre, a dedicated conference centre. It's a De Vere hotel. You can't go wrong with them. And it is in the most wonderful location where if you turn up stressed, I can assure you, you won't be when you leave after two days. It's a beautiful location. And you won't be stressed because you'll be with all your friends and colleagues you haven't seen face to face for three years, apart from on a Zoom networking meeting, probably. So, you know, that's the first thing I would say, the first two things that are really exciting. But then we've got some amazing keynote speakers lined up. 
and we've got some really, really hot topics to talk to talk through with other speakers and other presentations. I'm not going to mm. give just too much away just right now because over the next two or three weeks, all will be revealed uh, on our social media platforms, in our e-newses, etc. But what I would say is we've moved to a new venue because there's more capacity, but it is a maximum capacity. So please, please don't be disappointed. Book now. I promise you will not be disappointed in the programme or the networking or just generally being with your colleagues face to face again. Of course, I know that some marketing managers tend to go every year, some go every other year. But of course, if it hasn't happened for, you know, we've had two full years of it not happening. So you could make an assumption, really, there's going to be a higher demand this year than any other year in the past. I'm assuming that is the assumption that we are working with. We're going to have a wonderful annual conference dinner as well. And don't forget, the Impact Awards are going to be presented there. The winners will be presented. So just as a little aside, just while I remember, Simon, sorry, I'll come back to the annual conference. Can I just say something now before I forget? Go for it. Impact Awards. I'm going to be sending out another e-news to remind you. But if you haven't put your entry in, please do so because we're coming up to the, it'll be the end of this month, we'll be coming up to the deadline for that. So that's just a little aside, just to remind you, but we will be sending out some reminders via e-news anyway. Anyway, back to the annual conference. (laughs) So you're going to be seated in an auditorium that overlooks the lake. So we will need you to be eyes forward and not left looking out at the swans. But And then we have the most amazing ex- exhibition hall, which is huge. So lots of places to go and visit your sponsors and your exhibitors. We've got some great exhibitors this year. And, you know, and then again, that's your networking as well. So lots of breakout rooms as well. So we've got the smaller breakout presentations and then we're going to have some big, all together, you know, keynotes as well. And would you encourage people to come along uh, on the Sunday or to come along? I mean, you know, is, is, there, is there much to do if people come along on the Sunday or should they just come along on the Monday and sort of not be there for the Sunday evening as well? We don't sort of say that you have to come on the Sunday. Increasingly, up until we couldn't do it face to face, we were getting increasingly more people coming on the Sunday because it's a more relaxed atmosphere on the Sunday. We do have a a, a dinner, but it's a more relaxed dinner. and, And it's just a time to catch up before you know, you're into your presentations and, 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 and etc. on the Monday and the Tuesday. We really would encourage people to come on Sunday if they just want to just relax, get to see their friends and colleagues, and then they're ready and to go. But if you can't make the Sunday for family reasons or whatever, then, you know, we look forward to welcoming you first thing on the Monday morning. Yeah, of course. Some people won't be able to come because of family reasons. Equally, I imagine some people might want to come on the Sunday to to get a bit of a break from their families as well. Well, I, I have to say that we uh, um, actually, my husband and I visited the, the, the venue on the way down to visiting family in the summer. Uh, and uh, it, we had a took a walk around the lake. It is if well-being in droves droves Mm. it really Mm. is and it is a dog friendly hotel so i mean if you want to bring your dog could bring the dog could bring the dog bring the dog we took ours (laughs) so no it is no all joking part it's just 
if you by that stage need some time out i promise it's the place to have time out well it sounds idyllic i i'm certainly i'm really looking forward to it so it's going to be a really good event i'm sure tori tell me one thing you love about your job that's really easy my members in a nutshell Aww. my members oh i that's a lovely answer i'm gonna say that that over the last two years uh, i won't tell a lie like everybody else it has been a roller coaster for us here it is probably the most challenging two years that we have done in Ancus. we did it mm. short-staffed but the networking meetings that i have done of which i've probably done i think over a hundred it's just been great it's we've had a laugh we've had a giggle we've talked some serious stuff i've noticed when some of my members especially early on when there was a lot of furloughing going on i noticed some of my members on the zoom calls were were not were not great so you know but because i could see them face to face and because we were talking i could then call them up afterwards and just have a one-to-one chat with them and make sure they were okay mm. but my members are they make Amkiss. That's what make Amkiss. Yes, we can put on the training and the events and uh, we can send out communication, but they themselves make this association. And over the mm. last two years, they that's what they have shown their true colours to each other and for mm. the association. I'm very, very proud of all of them. As I am as well, obviously, my wonderful Amkiss team. Of course. Tell us a little bit about them. Who have you got in the team there at the moment? At the moment, I have got Mel, who is our events and training manager, and I have Lucy, who's finance and recruitment. She, by the way, everybody is the one who puts the droves of jobs that seem to be coming on at the moment Mm -hmm. onto the website. Mm -hmm. And then we have Rachel Kerr, who has just joined us in October as our communications manager. She came from the GSA. And we also have Sarah, who's our office administrator here. She's just well you know she she helps out in all areas which is great so yes we're a small team but lively and nimble as well and of course you mentioned that you're in Moulton that that's in Yorkshire I think isn't it is is the rest of the team also Yorkshire or are they spread out throughout the UK no well yes we are all in Yorkshire Lucy Mel myself and Sarah live either in or around Moulton which if anybody wants to know is is between sort of York and Scarborough and then actually Rachel works remotely and she at the present time lives in Bradford. Okay, right. So between Yorkshire and Scarborough, so thinking the nearest school to you, is that Scarborough College? Must be, I guess. Yeah, Scarborough College or Pocklington. Then obviously the nearest, nearest independent school is a very is a lovely little prep school called Terrington Hall, which is just on the outskirts of Moulton actually. Okay, right. I, I, I don't know that one. I know Pocklington. I know M at Pocklington. I know Zoe, of course, and Remco at Scarborough. And if, oh, didn't your daughter go to Scarborough College? Both my son and daughter both went to Scarborough College. Yes, yeah, and they they loved it. They loved it. Mm. So yes, they, they they miss it all the time. But you know, they've mm. moved on now, so no school fees. <laughs> Again, I'd love to understand a little bit more about Tori as well, about you yourself. So we know where you're based, and you mentioned. You've mentioned your family throughout this, actually. You mentioned your husband, son and daughter. Did you grow up in Yorkshire? Did you go to school in Yorkshire yourself then? I actually, no, I didn't grow up in Yorkshire. I grew up in Lincolnshire. I'm a a farmer's daughter. But I did actually go to school in Yorkshire for seven years, very close to where I live now on the coast. It was a, a girls' boarding school 
called Hum and Be Hall, which mm-hmm. is no longer now. But. but the lovely thing is, is most weekends, my husband and I take our dog onto the beach and pass by that school every every weekend. Although it's not, as I say, a school anymore. It's a flat now, but apartments. But yes, thoroughly enjoyed it, loved it. And clearly dog walking is an important part in your life. Anything else you, you enjoy doing at weekends when you're not at work? Going to the pub. We have a very nice pub in our village. We, we live in a very, very small village in, in the Yorkshire Wolds, but we do have an outstandingly good pub. <laughs> so, and, and we have a lot of very good friends in the village, so we, we have a very social time at weekends. Awesome. Are you more of a red wine or a white wine person, I must ask? Or cocktails? Oh, well, now you're asking. <laughs> no, it's white wine. <laughs> okay, and tell me one country that you'd like to visit that you haven't been able to visit in the last two years. There's no question about that. It's Kenya. Ken- oh, gosh, wasn't expecting that. What is it about Kenya? <laughs> it, it's, it's just a favourite place for my husband and I. We, we have friends there and um, it's just we just love it. We love the wildlife. Mm. We love the coast. We have, a, we have a special place on the coast that we absolutely love. And yeah, we we just love Kenya. My husband would my husband would go all three months at a time. Oh wow, so. gosh, wow, <laughs> got to be a good place in that case. Mm. Tori, we need to bring this to a close in a minute. But if anyone's heard anything and wanted to find out more about Amkiss, where's the best place they should go? Just email me, Tori, T O R Y. That is everyone uh, at amkiss.co.uk, or we can give us a ring or go on our website. But just you know, pick the phone up and give us a call. You know, we're always here to help, chat, advise, just listen. You know, it's 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 not all about events and training. It's about looking after my membership. And that is the absolute important thing to me. Well, it's been really good to hear that. Thanks, Tori, for, your, for giving up your time and for sharing all of that with us and for, for sharing your views with member schools. Thanks very much. Thank you very much indeed, Simon. Thank you. So that was AMKIS CEO Tori Gellingham talking all about the association, the conference and life in Yorkshire. Thank you, Tori, for featuring in episode one of the podcast. So good to hear from you. Now, this podcast is brought to you by the Bonjour Agency. We provide podcasts for school marketing. That means your school could have its own podcast as a way of connecting with your school community, such as current parents, pupils, staff and your alumni network. Deeper connections ultimately lead to more prospective parents, and that's never a bad thing. To find out more, just visit thebonjouragency.com or ask Tori and I'm sure she'll put you in touch with me. I'm Simon Jones. But that's enough about us. Thank you for listening to this episode. The next one will be out soon, so make sure you follow or subscribe so you don't miss out. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.